0: Hello. And welcome to
1: The Jam. This is for when your life and your toast are a little dry. I'm Joanne. And I'm Maddie. And together we make The Jam. And we're excited to sit here and chat with you. So grab a cup of something delicious. Enjoy the show.
0: So Joanne, what do you think about New Year's resolutions? Are you like us? fan of them? Are you not a fan? Are you do you have a love-hate relationship with them? What's your uh, deal?
1: My deal, I feel like for I didn't do them. I mean like when you're a kid, you don't I mean, I don't know, some kids do them, Didn't do them. I usually like get on the bandwagon, fall off around the statistical time that everyone else does. And then I kind of use Lint as my ability to like reach hmm. a resolution situation. Yeah. Oh, no, let's go get your pizza, Maddie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like, this is super poor timing.
1: <laughs> well, I thought we'd keep it in. Like, I listen, I don't know if you listen to Cameron Frad's podcast, Among the Lilies. She'll be like, I need to get some more bourbon, or Matt's going to get more bourbon. And then there's, like, a little bit of dead space, and you hear them, like, talking away from the <laughs> microphone. So, I think it adds to our charm.
0: <laughs> adds to our charm. Also took my bra off, so that's also, I hopefully that adds to our charm. Okay.
1: Sorry to all our male listeners. Anyway, sorry to all of our male listeners. Um. Yes. Yeah, so, sorry. Okay. Anyway. Sorry, so I guess my mom- looks great. By the way. Oh, good. Did you make it from scratch? I did. You want to see? Oh yeah, show me. Wow, that does look good. It's a nice pizza.
0: I used my roommate's pizza stone. Shout out to Megan for letting me use your pizza uh, stone.
1: I need a pizza stone.
0: I have one on my registry. Oh yeah, you Let's, hopefully I get I get I get one. Okay,
1: Absolutely. Christmas anyway. Resolutions. So yes, so I I. Anyway, here are my thoughts now because that's really all that is relevant and that matters. I think that they're a great tool. I mean that you know it's a fresh start. I sometimes I think to myself like, okay, now's the time to get a new journal. Like you get a new planner. Like you know, freshen things up in your life. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I can't be bound by like the time situation. Like, okay. Oh, January 1st. Like I'm, otherwise I'm psyching myself up for like a month. So it's like, if I want to do something like might as well start now, but understand like, like, for example, I would like to read more. So I started now trying to work reading into my day all the time instead of like psyching myself up like I'm not going to read now I'm going to enjoy all my free time and then on the first I'm really going to get into it like Mm -hmm. I so part of me is like just if you want to really do something like unless you have a reason to wait like you need to buy this thing or go to this place like you can start incorporating those habits now with the idea that like 2021 is when you're going to really like ingrain these in yourself Mm -hmm. so I don't know I think that resolutions are a great like it's a great time to kind of evaluate like things you would like to implement into your life but I also don't think that it's necessarily like do or die like on the 31st you know you were just binge drinking and eating too many (laughs) Cheetos and whatever and then on the first now you're a model citizen like (laughs) like no so if you think there's a room for change like start now and then you've made it through the challenge of like starting to do that during the holiday season but you also know like January is probably the most boring month of the whole year frankly I mean like I got Excuse married. Maybe my in
0: birthdays in January.
1: Hey, your birthdays in January. Like, wow, that's so great. Like, I mean, you're gonna hit all the things at once. Just have all your kids in January too. Yeah, really. Like, all load anniversary. You got married in January. I know, I did. So, like, that's kind of. I'm fun. getting
0: married in January.
1: I, I mean, I like it because it's right after the holidays. Like, still kind of fun, but like most February, really, I think might be the most boring month of the year.
0: I agree. But, Except for Barb Black was born in February. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> So <laughs> oh, she is a blessing on the world. So maybe it's the beginning of Jan- February. End of February is the pits.
1: This is the pits. <laughs> <This is okay. laughs> So, so yeah, so I'm like, well, you're not really like doing a whole lot. There's not a lot, a lot of things that could derail you other than yourself. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I think of it as a better, more of like, what do I want to look back on in the year and think like, I tried to work on this, then like, I'm really going to go hard on my diet. And if I like fall off the bandwagon, then I'm just done. So like, think of something that you really are dedicated to changing in your life and not something that you're just doing because it's convenient
0: mm. or,
1: you know, you've always wanted to. So maybe now I'll finally diet or whatever.
0: Makes sense. I like that kind of like starting to incorporate it in at gradually instead of just like, okay, on this day, cold turkey, I am doing this thing, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just find I psych myself up too much. It's too – I get too in my head. hmm I find that my problem
0: or when I – Fail at my resolutions is when I try to do too many things at once and I don't do them in like me- in measurable chunks. I feel as if I'm a fairly impatient person when it comes to myself. And so I will be like, okay, I'm going to only eat vegetables and meats and I'm cutting out all carbs. I'm also going to work out for 30 minutes every day. And I'm going to pray for 30 minutes." every day and I'm also going to like call my grandma once a week and I'm gonna keep my room clean and I'm gonna pay off my student loans. you know like I do like I like everything at once and then the first two weeks I'm like really dedicated and I get everything I like hit all my goals and then I'm super tired and I'm like well this sucks I'm gonna go eat a cheesecake you know, like that, that's what happens to me. Yeah. And so I need to have like small measure, know, small, like measurable things that I integrate. And once that thing becomes a habit, then I can add something else on like the, the two resolutions that I'm thinking I was most successful at was one year, my friend Rose and I shout out to Rose we decided that we were going to do a workout program together. Like we were both going to do a beach body workout program. We didn't have, we didn't do it at the same time every day, but she like, she did it on her own schedule. And I did it on my own schedule. And because Rose was doing the program with me, I had someone to hold me accountable, which sounds so cliche, but it's true that you need someone to hold you accountable. Yeah. And that was like the one thing that I focused on. It's like, okay, I'm going to get this like habit of exercising, under my belt. And I got to a point where like, if I don't, and I'm still, I'm like, I'm at that point that if I don't exercise, whether it's like a walk or a workout video or like stretching or something every day that I feel really bad, yeah. like physically bad, not like mentally, like, oh my gosh, I suck. It didn't work out today, but more just like, oh, I feel healthier the days that I move my body and do some kind of activity. But that habit got formed when I but really intentionally focused on that one thing and then the other one I was thinking of is I started this one during Lent so I guess it wasn't a new year's resolution but it was kind of like a self-betterment resolution (laughs) is that I started going to daily mass in the mornings Mm. and honestly it sparked because I was going through kind of a rough time in my life and I was like I need some sense of like consistency and some habit or spiritual practice that was going to like keep me grounded when I was super stressed and lonely. And I like very faithfully went to daily mass every day for almost like six months. And then the pandemic hit, I guess it was almost a year when the pandemic kept and I stopped going every day, but that was some, I guess every weekday, but that was something that really grounded me. But again, it was like, I was focusing on that one thing being the thing that I was going to be really successful at. And then when it became kind of like breathing, it came a part of my day and my weeks, it didn't feel like something I was putting a lot of effort into. It just be, or like, it didn't feel like something I really had to work at. It just like, okay, this is what I do. And I think that's how I am most successful at Mm. forming habits or making those resolutions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that's true. And Dave is really good about doing that because I know like recently we've been talking about things that just like aren't working in our life, like schedules or like getting out the door for Sunday mass or like things like that. And he's very good at being like, okay, so we're going to, um, you know, like I'm going to incorporate XYZ into my life because that's what I want. And I like mentioned, I was like, why don't you go to mass like by yourself once a week? Like I'll watch Charlotte. It's not a big deal. He's like, it's not time for that. Like I have to work on these things and incorporating these things first before I mm. add something else. And I was like, wow, like that's really um, interesting. Cause I, <laughs> I don't do that. Mm. Um, but I'm th- I was thinking as you were talking about like the things that I would consider in like 2020 to have been like personal betterment, like successes and it's true, like they were all things that I really like gave time to. And my, I am the type of person who really likes to learn about things. And as I'm implementing them, especially when they're bigger things, um, I think the biggest one that I'm thinking of is working out regularly and, um, changing my diet. So moving into that keto type diet, which is also more, <laughs> so, I mean, I had pancakes today, so I'm no like hard and fast person. low carb high fat is what I probably more am Mm -hmm. but anyway it doesn't matter so I uh
0: but I think that even like you saying that like that's good it's like okay you're doing like keto but you're modifying it to your life like it's low carb high fat like you're doing it to the best of like your ability and your state in life you know
1: Right. And recognizing like the days that I can go like quote harder on that. Like today I was doing fasting. So that's why I did the pancakes because I was like, well, I can't eat this meat quiche because there's meat in it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do pancakes and fruit. And it was great. Like, you know, it was, I mean, they were sourdough pancakes. Like I was making better choices than like, just, you know, Aunt Jemima out of the box. But,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, Anyway, so, yeah, so, so I do appreciate that. But I also think about like when I started keto and started kind of this like fitness thing, I was learning a lot about like the body and how it works. And my like, um, fitness coach would teach me things like she studied, this stuff and has like 10 certifications or whatever and so she knows and understands like the body or listening to podcasts about keto and like Mm -hmm. about food in the body and it's relationship and the things that it does so that was really invigorating for me and kind of like kept me going as I was trying to implement this but I also wasn't trying to like overhaul my prayer life or you know learn this whole new parenting style or do any of this other stuff even though that stuff is like on the back burner and maybe I would like read a book on Montessori like but I wasn't freaking out about it and like been YouTube and listen to all these podcasts at the same time you know like I don't know like it definitely takes a lot of balance so if you're the kind of person that's like well I want to do all these things in 2021 that's awesome write them down and then start a, like a new big one like every quarter like if you uh-huh. want to do parenting style do that in January then um April well, yeah April would be the next like quarter then start something else because then it really gives you three months to like work on that, learn about it, develop it. And if you want to move it around, move it around. If you feel like you're a master by the mid-February, like move it up. I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I have no dog in the race of you getting better. I just want to see you (laughs) as a better person.
0: (laughs) That was a very interesting phrase. You've never heard that. I don't have a dog in the race. I don't Uh, have a dog in the race. No, I've never heard that. Is that a Tennessee thing?
1: I guess. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Mm. Nice. Speaking of Tennessee, this is kind of off topic, but I was thinking about this the other day. Every time I pass a Sonic or think about the South, I think about you and how I drove home with you in college and you were like, okay, first Sonic we see, we stop at Sonic to welcome ourselves to the South. I do this every time. Every time I drive back home from Pittsburgh or Steubenville, where we're going to college, I buy myself Sonic to welcome myself back to the South. It's like that is a great tradition. If anyone else wants to start that New Year's resolution to always get Sonic anytime you cross over into the South, that is a good resolution to make.
1: I crack myself up. I feel like I have gotten so less funny in my old age.
0: Your old age.
1: Getting married and having a kid made me like a stale chip.
0: <laughs> That's not true, Joanne. You're still a <laughs> Dorito.
1: You kidding me? I'm glad. Oh gosh.
0: There was something that you said that other than Tennessee dog in the race, sail Chip, Sonic, that it was making me think of something that I wanted to say.
1: Starting a diet, learning about it, researching podcasts.
0: Oh yeah. I was going to say one first thing is that I really admire about you is that before you start something, you research it thoroughly and gather the information before like diving in and deciding to do it and that's something I really admire in you because my personality is just to be like okay I'm just gonna start and figure it out how I guess I go, it's gonna be great and a lot of times it's not great sometimes it's great but a lot of times especially in this New Year's resolution thing I kind of like fall off bandwagon because I don't fo- fully understand my why behind why I'm doing something like the why behind the what I'm doing. That's what I would say. The why behind the what, which I think you're really good about the why. So everyone take tips from the Joanne handbook for that. And the other thing is that, um, when you were talking about like picking a thing, a quarter, it reminded me of, um, where I work. We have this program called the dream manager, where basically I meet with a, um, a coach, like a career coach, career slash life coach, once a month to work on my dreams, personally, professionally, spiritually, intellectually, legacy, e like leaving a legacy. All these kinds of things. And one of the activities that we did that was my favorite is that for a year, I picked one dream a month to work on or to achieve. So. One of the things I wanted to do this year was I wanted to buy a new mattress. And so I like mapped out like, okay, based on my finances and how much I'm saving away for this, like what month can I buy a mattress? And I did that and I bought a new mattress. And another thing is like, I wanted to yeah. listen to more audiobooks. And so I like picked, okay, I'm going to finish Kristen Loverd's daughter by this month. And I did that, uh, which is a super long book. I would recommend it, but it was very long. and what were some of the other things? Some of the other things were like travel related, which COVID got in the way of me actually, actually accomplishing. Um, I think starting a podcast was on my, like with you was on my dream dream list. I can't remember which month I put it in, (laughs) (laughs) but it was, it was kind of nice to like map it out and then be like, okay, have I hit this? Mm. Like, have I done this? Um, and it kind of gave me goals like okay i need to have enough money saved by this time to do this thing and i kind of picked different
1: categories like
0: travel intellectual spiritual career things like that yeah,
1: yeah that's interesting i would say to counter i appreciate your um admiration I feel like I do like a mix of the two where like if somebody told me about something, I'd be like, Oh, that's interesting. And I'm like, I didn't want to learn more about it, but I would dive in before I like knew everything. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I know enough to figure out what I'm doing. Like with keto, it's like, okay, I know enough to know like, what's the framework. Like, what are the basics? Mm-hmm. Like I read too many of those, like keto basics, or I print out that keto foods list or whatever mm-hmm. that you get to free on some weirdos blog. <laughs> and um, which I would recommend. I mean, like, it was handy when you get started. Like, there's so many, like, how to get started whatever's, mm-hmm. which is really great. Um, yeah. But I also feel like I'm still learning. Like, there are still podcasts that I listen to, and it's, like, continually, like, oh, like, I'm learning that it would might be better for me to cut out vegetable oils because blah, 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 or, like, let's move away from, you know, I don't know, using crap tons of erythritol because it gives me a headache. Like, there's still things, like, you can learn within the... What is that? Erythritol? Erythritol. It's a sugar substitute that doesn't spike your blood sugar. Oh. But I find that, that, for personally, now, I don't know metabolically, but in the way I feel, I feel like the side effects are worse with erythritol than they are with sugar. Hmm. Um, because I usually get, like, a stomachache. But I do think that I get moodier when I have sugar. Hmm. But I don't know. That could also just be, like, the circumstances. Like, I'm binging fudge rounds because I am feel bad, and now I'm just moody because yeah. I
0: really feel bad. Yeah. Um, Have you ever used Stevia? That's the one that I found to be. About. Yeah.
1: So, I do. The aftertaste, I mean, it does kind of get to me, and I feel like it takes, like, it's a little more edgy for people. Like, if I bring something, like, I brought this dessert, and I'm not necessarily going to advertise that it's sugar-free because no one will eat it. <laughs> but I think it still tastes fine, but it does have like, it gives it a weird taste. So I did get some from Thrive Market, hashtag not sponsored, but I do like Thrive Market and I got some liquid stevia drops from there because I thought they had the best price. And so mm. I have been doing like an erythritol stevia mix, which I think takes the edge off both of them, but it's still, you know, it's never as good as the real thing. It's true. Never as,
0: good as the real thing.
1: But I don't feel as bad about eating like chocolate tart at like 10 a.m. As I would if it were full of sugar and stuff. So True. Um, oh, but I also wanted to say too, when you were talking about planning, um, yes, that has been something that has been so helpful in like the past few weeks of me being like, ugh, like I'm so unhappy because blah, 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 whatever X, Y, Z thing. And if I have found that if I kind of think about the next day, like what do I want to, what do I want slash need to accomplish? Like what mm-hmm. would I just like to do? Do. If I think about that in advance, like even if it's just like the night before, mm-hmm. then I kind of am like setting myself up for success so I'm not getting overwhelmed by like, oh, I have all these things I need to do and oh, can't forget about that, I can't forget about this. And so it just helps me put the whole day in a little bit better perspective. And the days that I don't do that, I'm like, look at my to do list, it's like a hundred things long.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, even like on a professional note, I remember my boss, she for a long time, like recommended that on like Sunday evening on weeks that I knew were going to be super busy, like prioritizing out, like, these are the things that I want to accomplish in this week so that when I showed up to the office on Monday, I wasn't so overwhelmed. And the days that I, the weeks that I would do that, that I would remember to do that were really helpful or even like, I don't love working on Sunday for me. That's just like the choice. I try not to work on the weekend Mm -hmm. if I don't have to, is that I would do it on Friday for the next oh. Monday to kind of orient myself like okay what's coming up for the next week yeah. so that I could still be on top of it
1: yeah I life. need to start doing that because I do it just like for my life um like, like what chores am I going to do what day and what's going to happen um whatever this week but I and so I usually plan out my week on Sunday night because it gives me the weekend to like think of the things that I would like to do. And I usually spend Sunday or Saturday, like doing things, but I should, I want to start doing it on Saturday because I love having Sunday as like truly like the Lord's day, like the day of rest, mm-hmm. you know, cause I'm just either like cooking something or baking something, but that's cause that's fun for me or reading or spending family time or visiting friends. And, um, so it's really, really nice to like not have like, Oh, I need to do this thing, like looming over me. But it also is a game changer when I can like sit down and say like, okay, on Monday I need to meal plan on Tuesday I'm going Mm -hmm. grocery shopping and I'm going grocery shopping for like 10 days this week because we're, you know, going for Christmas or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, because I just find that I am as much as I love being last minute as a sanguine, I really find that when you take a little extra time to like do some forward thinking, it changes your game. So my choleric, side of productivity is very happy when I do that and my sanguine side is like okay but you have to schedule in enough like spontaneous time so that we're still happy so it's (laughs) a delicate balance
0: it is a delicate balance no wonder we're so much fun is because we're both sanguines
1: this explains
0: everything except I'm a sanguine phlegmatic and you're a sanguine choleric which makes sense to me maybe we'll have an episode on the temperaments
1: Oh, that would be so good. Shout
0: out to the temperaments. We'll link a resource in the show notes.
1: But you know what we can do? What? We can poo-poo on those melancholics together. We can. I'm marrying a melancholic. You know, I am married to a melancholic, so (laughs) it's... I guess they're good for us. I mean, it is good for us, but like Dave, the other day... (laughs) I was going on a rant about something dumb on Facebook that I'm not going to get into. And I was like, why can't, I was like, this person's being an idiot to me. Why can't I be an idiot back and tell them that they're an idiot? <laughs> and he was like, because like, you need to take the higher road. And I'm like, well, no one else does that. And so I was like really getting impassioned about like, just wanting to give this person a piece in my mind uh-huh. for being an idiot. Uh-huh. And, um, Anyway, so I was like, yeah, you just want to, like, turn me into a melancholic and just sit around and think about my feelings and, like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I was like, you know, whatever, sanguines are better. And he's like, I just try to, like, incorporate you know, all the temperaments into my life. Like I do want to become more sanguine. And I was like, "bull crap, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. So then tonight, like sitting there eating dinner and at like eight ten, so you don't have to feel bad about being late (laughs) on the podcast. And, um, I was like, I really want a treat. And he's like, yeah, me too. And I was like, awesome. What are you going to do about that? Like, I have to do my podcast. And he's like, nothing and i'm like are you kidding me i'm like thinking why don't you like make us some mug cakes why don't you like well it's drive to dairy queen i would be like go get us some cheesecake factory but there's like eight inches of snow on the road because they don't Mm -hmm. salt our dead end road dumb well that and i don't think that they really have done anything for most of the roads but anyway we don't have to talk Mm -hmm. about my terrible snow experience right now so anyway so i was like and then i kind of and i was like you say you want to be a sanguine well this is so anti-sanguine and anyway so that's my my life in melancholy. that's beautiful thank you
0: (laughs) again shout out to dave
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh and i like met with this priest last week and he said something I don't know. I think I said something about like, well, my cleric side comes out when I blah blah blah, and he's like, clerics are awesome. He's like, melancholics are dumb, and I'm like, yeah, you're telling me because <laughs> knows my husband. <laughs> but I was like, well, I don't want to like go really dog on him because I'm like, you could just get onto me for dogging on my husband, so I'm just gonna skip
0: it. <laughs> and you love Dave. You married him because you love him. I do. Love Even him. In his melancholicness.
1: He's getting better at being more spontaneous. I'm very proud of him. There you go, Dave.
0: Wow. But anyway, are you making great. any New Year's resolutions this year, Joanne, great. to bring this I'm to so a close? Glad you asked
1: because I wanted to. I was like, we have to talk about what we're doing. Um, frankly, I have I haven't really thought about it. I oh, I know one thing. I guess there are two things I would like to incorporate more mass into my life because I was an avid daily mass person. And I do hashtag would, would recommend if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know what I should do. If you don't go to daily mass, I think you should consider it at least like mm-hmm. once an extra one a week. Yep. So I would really like to incorporate that into my life. Um, and you're the one
0: who got me into going to daily mass. I Love
1: it. I think it's a game changer. I think it um, is too. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And then, cause I did it every day before Charlotte was born. And then since she's been born, I feel like my life is a tornado, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> not every day, but some days. So, but then the one thing that I do really want to do, and I'm going to announce it on the podcast to help <gasps> me, you know, fired up about it is I would really love to read 52 books in a year. Give Whoa. So I heard someone else on a podcast that I listened to talk about how they did it for 2020, and they're like a reader person, and I'm not like I I like reading, I like learning, but I'm not necessarily like the reader type where it's like oh I want to do on a cloudy day is snuggle up with my cat in the book. No, that's not who I am, (laughs) but I do enjoy like the process of like kind of getting lost in a story or learning something whatever so i've like been making this like ridiculous book list i think i have like 40 books on it and i'm sure i'll go through and like delete some of them or whatever but um and it's like all kinds of books like catholic books fiction books um nutrition books uh i don't know a whole bunch are you of gonna
0: them. share your list of your 52 I, books I in the show notes, notes.
1: I don't know if I'll put it in the show notes. You'll have to follow us on social media and I can post about them. And then I'll do a book review whenever I finish one.
0: That's a great idea. If anyone wants to join Joanne on her resolution.
1: Yeah. You should follow us at the underscore J dot A dot On Instagram. It's in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not that hard. The underscore J dot A dot The jam.
1: Uh, because it's...
0: For those of you who don't know, JAM stands for Joanne and Maddie. We
1: didn't just pick it randomly. So that's why we have the periods. Yeah, so um. So I'm excited. I think it it's going to be a good challenge. I'm trying to read every day for like half an hour. Nice. Um, and so, so right now, so I did start early because I was like, well, I'm not going to wait until the first and then psych myself out. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll see where I get in like December-ish. But also if I go 13 months, like – who cares? Like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to be like, it's not scrupulosity, but I'm not going to be scrupulous about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So right now I'm reading the examined prayer by father Timothy Gallagher, I believe. Um, and that's a decently well known Catholic book. It's pretty good so far. I am not that far into it because it's the writing style is not my favorite to read. I am reading a book by Jennifer Fowler called One Beautiful Dream, which is not what I thought it was going to be, but I have enjoyed reading it because I'm really, honestly, I'm the sucker for like an easy read, like written, not a lot of big words. This book doesn't really have a thin plot, but I am a sucker for a thin plot, like one you can guess the end of. So it's <laughs> unfortunate, but true. So <laughs> so anyway, so those are my first two on my book expedition. So... So yeah, so I'm about that. are those blue block glasses or are they just regular glasses? No,
0: these are blue block glasses. Ooh. They really yeah. help me.
1: I should ask for those for Christmas. Uh, I really want some. I think they, Shut- would.
0: Yeah, they really help me. I wear them all day because I'm on the computer almost all day.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. Shout out to blue block glasses. So Whatever. Maddie,
1: what are you doing in the new year? Or have you thought about it? Good question. Getting married and living your life with another person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah New Year's resolution is to be a good wife. No, I mean, yes, that's like my whole life resolution part of it um but what- something that Arvin and I want to do together, and it's been hard to do during the holidays and the craziness of school and not living in the same town or living in the same house um together is that after we get, after the, after Christmas and New Year's and we get married and get back from our honeymoon, um, we want to start eating more anti-inflammatory because mm-hmm. it will be good for, for both of us. So it's, I guess it's a lot of it is keto. So like low, low sugar, like no sugar, low carb, high fat, high protein, um, is how we want to start eating. Um, and I'm really excited about it because I've done this before, but I would just get bored cooking for myself. And so I'm really excited to get to cook for someone else and have like someone else in that like journey to health together. Um, and I think it'll be really benef- it's going to be really beneficial for both of us. So that's the thing that I'm going to focus on is like starting our life off together on a healthy foot and start, um, start good eating habits together because both of us like love to try new food and love to eat out. So we need a little bit more like of balance. Um, and it would just be good for both of us, our overall health. Um, and then the other thing that I, it's always kind of like a continual res like life resolution is that I want to pray every day for like at least 10 minutes, whether I'm reading the daily readings for the day or I'm journaling or um I pray a rosary while i I walk like some form of prayer in my life and like Arvin and I plan to continue praying together as we have been when we're date we're dating and engaged but I also know that it's important for me to have my personal prayer time mm-hmm. yeah. with Jesus so I I don't want to lose that going into being married so that was very long winded, but basically anti-inflammatory
1: diet and praying every day. Which are good. I mean, I think those are definitely, and then you can always add more like as the year goes on. Yeah. Leave room for doing whatever you want. So,
0: -hmm. yeah, I have some other goals up my, up my sleeve that I'm excited to incorporate it, having a little bit more time, like not traveling every weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, And now that I'll, my new job is working from home, it's going to afford me a little bit more time and flexibility to kind of work on some of my passion projects. So yeah, to be determined. I'm not going to give it away. No spoilers today.
1: No spoilers. Good. Cool. Well, it looks like we're set up for a good 2021, no matter what other people have to say. And, exactly. You know, it's the best you can do. I mean, we're in the middle of this crazy coronavirus situation and Mm -hmm. all the other stuff that has been happening. And you can only... I mean, you can... I think that that, I think, has been my one big takeaway of 2020. Like, yeah, there's a lot of crap that we can't control. But there's a lot of crap that you can control. And, like, there's a lot of things you can still choose to do, even if, like, you're stuck in your house or whatever. Like, maybe it's making your house cleaner or whatever. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so finding those things, even if even if you wish your new year's resolution could be like to be a social butterfly or something <laughs> and work out well, <laughs> at least for the first half, I think, but who's yeah. just so yeah,
0: do the best you can do with your circumstances and what you've been given. Be graceful with yourself, but also you can do things that are hard. So absolutely, go for it. It's very rewarding to do things that are hard for you. And someday they won't be hard because they'll become a habit. Yeah. One day at a time. One foot. If it
1: gets hard, just DM us and we'll give you some inspiration because we've been, we've been in the hard and we've made it to the other side.
0: We have. And sometimes in some places we are still in the hard.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And we are full of inspiration. (laughs) Is all I have to say.
1: (laughs) You're right. I just exude it.
0: Exude inspiration. (laughs) The shine on my forehead is not oil it's inspiration
1: okay on that note that's good well thanks for listening to this episode and um, we actually won't see you next week because maddie's getting married and i'm celebrating my second year anniversary so we'll see you the second week of january we'll be there Bye, guys bye Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Jam. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the underscore j.a.m to catch up with us through the week and see what we're up to. Also, if your favorite podcast app that you are listening on allows for reviews, please leave us a review. That helps us to be able to reach more people and share our funny stuff with them be sure to come back to your favorite podcast app every Wednesday at noon. That's when we post our new episodes and we would love to have you listen in. Thanks y'all.